You're listening to The Influencer Podcast, episode number one. Today, I'll be sharing my biggest tips on growing your brand, business, and income with influence, why I still believe in the power of positive persuasion, and how you can reframe the idea of selling and use it to add value in other people's lives. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. Each week, Julie Solomon, a marketing strategist and New York Times bestselling publicist, takes you behind the scenes with successful influencers, bloggers, and industry elites in conversation to share how they engage, persuade, and grow their unique influence. Her mission is to share exclusive insider tips, wisdom, and action-based tools to help you strengthen, monetize, and build your own industry-leading influence. Hi, everyone. It is Julie Solomon, and I am so excited about today. Today, I am launching my new endeavor, The Influencer Podcast, and it has been something that has been on my mind and my heart for as long as I can remember. I don't think I realized what this was or how it would come to fruition when I was putting these wheels in motion while getting my journalism degree 10 years ago. It's taken me a decade almost to the day, to get to this place, as I don't think I ever really knew how I wanted to share information. Fast forward to 10 years later, and acquiring expertise in publishing, publicity, digital marketing, social media, and blogging, I now realize I have a lot to share and connect on, and this platform is the best way for me to do just that. In case you don't know who I am, I am Julie Solomon. I am a 32-year-old mom of one living in Los Angeles with my husband, actor Jonathan Sheck, and our son Camden. I am a New York Times best-selling publicist, entrepreneur, and blogger. I am originally from a tiny town in Tennessee called McMinnville, but spent the better part of my childhood and teen years growing up in Nashville, Tennessee. After graduating from the University of Tennessee, I landed my first job in New York City, working under one of the top music publicists in the country, and getting to work on some incredible Grammy award-winning projects with artists including Lenny Kravitz, Stone Temple Pilots, Pink, Maroon 5, and many more. In 2010, I moved back to Nashville and started working for Thomas Nelson Publishers, which is one of the leading publishing houses in the world and has since been acquired by HarperCollins Publishers. There, I was under the leadership of a massive business king whom you might know very well in this podcast space, an online marketing guru and founder of one of the most popular podcasts in the country, This Is Your Life, Michael Hyatt. And there, I worked with dozens of best-selling authors and spearheaded book campaigns selling over 100 million copies worldwide. A few years later, I joined forces with fellow book publicist Beth Hood Fromm, and together we co-founded OMG Publicity, which we still actively run today. Our company focuses on managing publicity campaigns for authors, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs, and our clients include Simon & Schuster, HarperCollins, and some best-selling authors in the faith-based and leadership realm. A few years ago... About six months after having my son, I started a blog as a way to try and connect with fellow working mothers in Los Angeles. I had recently moved to the city and wanted to be able to connect with women who could understand what I was going through. A few years ago, about six months after having my son, I started a blog as a way to connect with fellow working mothers here in L.A., I had moved here and, you know, wanted to find a way to connect with other women who could understand what I was kind of going through in this stage of my life. And I quickly realized there were so many amazing creative women out there that I wanted to be able to serve. So from that, I developed a workshop-style business blog, juliesolomon.net, 
and a consulting program called Pitch It Perfect, which teaches action-based online marketing, public relations, and branding to bloggers and influencers through the strategy of pitching. I've grown an online following through sharing my knowledge and expertise of PR and digital marketing, and I love to educate entrepreneurs on how to leverage pitching, publicity, and marketing so they can, too, grow their brand, business, and income. I am so excited to use this podcast to really dig into a topic that I've covered extensively throughout my years of working with dozens of bestselling authors, thought leaders, and highly successful industry elites, and that is the topic of influence. The Influencer Podcast is a weekly podcast that explores the secrets behind the careers of today's top social influencers, and guests join me in a conversation of how they engage, persuade, and grow their own unique influence. I interview people whom I know personally to make sure the conversations are as real and authentic as they can possibly be, and will truly drive home action-based wisdom that will help you navigate your own passions. There is major knowledge in every episode, and the guests are beyond inspiring. You will walk away with tangible wisdom that you can apply to your life and business right away. I'm thrilled to get into the minds of such brilliant people on a weekly basis and use what I've learned as a journalist, strategist, and publicist to bring out all the juicy tidbits of influencer success. So perhaps you showed up today because you have been following along on my website, or maybe you stumbled upon this through an iTunes search. Whatever the reason, I do believe that you are here to better understand yourself, your brand, and how you can marry the two for utmost productivity. So I want to start our conversation today with a question for you. Do you ever wish that you were more persuasive? Whether you want to win over a new client, a CEO, or just a new friend, Being able to influence another person in an honest, ethical, and authentic way is one of the major keys to success. So if you said yes to my question, you may be wondering, well, sure, but how do I master this? It really does come down to influence and clearly defining that and how it works best with your personality. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow, you need to scale, you need a marketing strategy, you need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on so you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff, and it's called This is Small Business. This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale, This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business for sponsoring the show. My friends, as creators, we work so hard creating our content. So we don't want to leave it up to things like an algorithm to determine how successful our online brands and businesses can be. And that is why I love Kajabi. Kajabi is the ultimate all-in-one platform that helps creators and entrepreneurs like myself build successful online businesses by unlocking predictable recurring revenue. And I know they can help you too. No matter your niche, 
Kajabi makes it easy to turn your skills, your passions, your experiences into enriching offers like online courses, exclusive membership sites, subscription podcasts, communities, personalized coaching, and so much more. What I love about Kajabi is that not only does it make it super easy to use, but they don't take a cut of your revenue because everything is owned and controlled by you. You don't need a huge audience to make a sustainable income online. I talk about that all the time here on the podcast. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi making six and seven figures without having hundreds of thousands of followers, and you can too. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business. Go to kajabi.com slash influencer. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash influencer. Go to kajabi.com slash influencer and join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion. So the term influence literally means to move a person or persons into a desired action. Now, sometimes this can rub people the wrong way as they will take the idea of influence as some form of manipulation. But I see influence as more of a persuasion, which to me is not a negative at all. I do see manipulation as more of a control that does not really consider the outcome of the greater good. It's really more self-serving, whereas persuasion is more to enhance or serve the lives of others more effectively. It's more of a win-win. So when it comes to the power of persuasion and why it's so important to the idea of influence, it's that people who understand human motivation and effective persuasion understand how people tick, and most importantly, what makes people move to a desired action. A persuader is keenly aware that for them to win, the other person has to win as well. They know that in order to influence, they must be a solution provider. And when you feel persuaded by someone that makes you feel as if you have won, that makes you feel happy, successful, purposeful, And then you are so likely to buy into what that person is selling time and time again. And one of my favorite authors, Bob Berg, talks about this a lot in his book, Adversaries into Allies, Win People Over Without Manipulation or Coercion. And I'll leave a link in the show notes if you want to check that out. But with this said, still so many people see sales or marketing or getting your idea out into the world as some form of pushy selling manipulation. So I want to go into how you can best reframe your idea of selling in a way that serves your goals and the needs of those that you want to influence. It's really important for influencers who may be afraid to sell to redefine their idea of selling. So many influencers and authors and clients that I've come across always say to me, I don't want to come across as selling something. And my question to them is always, but why? If you look at selling as something that you do to someone, If you define selling as coercing someone into buying something they don't really need or value, well, then of course you don't want to sell. What purpose does that serve? But if you can retrain your brain to reframe the idea of selling and really look at selling at its core essence, which is just finding out what someone wants or needs and helping them get that. When you can look at it in that way, you can feel great about selling and using your influence to sell because you know you are providing a service to that person. I always tell my clients to remember that it is a service, not a sell. I want to share a few simple tips on how you can grow your own business with positive influence and persuasion. 
First is having a motivation that matters to you. In order to motivate an audience or a consumer base or a tribe of followers, your product, service, and voice must truly be your own, meaning you must be passionate and love what it is that you are sharing. For example, let's say that you wanted to start a food blog. You would first need to ask yourself, do I really enjoy food and want to cook every day? If you don't really love cooking and creating recipes, then you probably won't be excited to share it. The only way that we can truly influence others is to be authentically passionate and motivated by what we are sharing. The next is service, because really at the end of the day, everyone, it has nothing to do with you. What you share has nothing to do with you and everything to do with whom you are sharing with. Meaning, if you are a food blogger and you come to find that your audience resonates more when you blog about meals that take, say, under 20 minutes to prepare, as opposed to meals that take two hours to prepare, then you should focus more on serving your audience with that time-efficient meal instead of the time-consuming meal. Now, could you personally like the more time-consuming meal? Sure, but your blog is not about you. You didn't create the blog to only serve yourself. You didn't create the blog to only read it yourself. Your 20-minute recipe should still inspire and motivate you, while at the same time creating an optimal service for your reader. This is the biggest change that I see when it comes to influencing, and when you start making it less about you, more about your audience, your entire engagement will change. Next is that you always want to make sure to create content with choice and value. As we know, content is gold, but how it is received is what allows you to truly shine. Make sure your content creates a choice for your reader while also providing value. As human beings, we all know that we have the freedom of choice. And as influencers, We must always let our tribe know that choice can be found in the content that we are sharing. Some people may always be interested in what you have to say and become loyal supporters, which is amazing. Other people may pull from multiple influencers to figure out who they align with and trust. But there's going to be other people out there who just may be years away from building that trust and loyalty with you. In order to fuse the gap on these three variations for your ideal audience, you need to create content that honors the variances in each person's situation and offer content choices conducive to each. This goes back to the persuasion idea that we were discussing earlier. For example, at the end of each content that you create, don't assume that you know what the next step should be and force your buyer to take that. It's always good to offer options instead, as that lets you understand your audience more, as well as testing out what works best for your content. Another great tip is to remember the idea and the art of attracting and repelling. Do you ever feel like you were just screaming your brand out to the world, but no one is listening? No one's following, no one's engaging, you're not selling anything, your business isn't growing. It could be because you are trying to talk to everybody or you are talking to the wrong people. Your number one goal when it comes to cultivating your audience should be to attract the ones who are going to drink your Kool-Aid while at the same time repelling those who never will. This, my friends, is why a following number on social media does not matter. So, 
How do you attract those who will value your service the most? By providing them with a knowledge, skill set, and outlook that's unique and hard to find anywhere else. If you're doing the same thing that everyone else is doing, you will not stick out among the saturation. Now, just as important as it is to attract your ideal audience, you have to 200% repel those who are not potential audience members. What's the best way to do that? Well, (laughs) have an opinion. So many people are afraid to truly have an opinion because they want to appeal to everybody. But I'm telling you, if you're talking to everybody, you are talking to nobody. Speak up and show up about how fabulous your service is, why it matters, how it serves, and why you are the go-to leader in your field. I became a leader in my field of digital marketing, PR, and blogging simply because I said that I was, and I had the experience to back it up. Now, if this rubs people the wrong way, even better, because when you repel those who aren't being influenced by you anyway then your audience becomes even more loyal to what you are creating, which creates an even greater influence. Your audience will support you, I promise. So now we'll wrap this up with engagement. In order to influence, you have to engage, and it really does go hand in hand. If you're on social media, take about 10 minutes every day to ask your community questions. Become a supporter of who supports you by following them back, learning about them, engaging in their posts and what they have to say. And the same can be true for when you're in a networking situation, whether it be in person or at a conference. You know, share comments and leave comments that are genuine and cultivate a conversation. Repost photos that may share that, you know, visually representation of you and your tribe. Engagement is a two-way street, and you can't expect to win if you aren't playing the game yourself. Now, one question that I ask every guest on this podcast at the end of each episode is, what does influence mean to you? So for this first episode, I feel that I should answer this as well. Influence to me means to awaken that magic within. Influence is what encourages power and determination to create, perform, and share in a more connective way. It is my desire to encourage you to awaken your own unique brilliance from within And let that be the driving force for you to influence the world around you in a way that is meaningful, purposeful, and connective. Now, my friends, thank you so much for joining me on the Influencer Podcast. There are three new episodes already live and ready for you to dive into now. So make sure to click that next button and check them out. I would love for you to check out the show notes of this episode where I lay out some of the most important takeaways from today's conversation. And you can find those show notes at www.theinfluencerpodcast.com. I cannot wait to connect next week for a new episode where we will share more tangible takeaways that will help you grow your own industry leading influence. Are you ready to create your own industry-leading influence? For show notes, downloads, and action-based tips, head to www.theinfluencerpodcast.com where you can find out more about this week's episode, guest, and our host, Julie Solomon. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please take a minute to go to iTunes and leave a review so we can help other influencers like yourself build their own successful business.